God, we had some technical difficulties. Hi, guys. I mean, hi, little Ds. Welcome back to Barely Bearable. I'm alone today. I have no guest, but um, I thought last week's episode was great, and everyone really enjoyed it. My friend, the mortician, if you have not listened to it, uh, my friend, who is a mortician, came on the show, and she talked about embalming bodies and whatnot. But there are a couple of questions I forgot to ask her, and I'm going to talk about them today because I texted her, and um, she gave me some answers. So one of the questions I forgot to ask her was, how do you deal with the corpse smell? Because, you know, they smell. And I, I'm very sensitive to smell. Could smell everything. Everything. Um, okay, so she says she uses Vicks. Apparently, she'll put Vicks under her mask and she will not smell anything. It's funny because I... I used to travel a lot. Well, I used to fly back from L.A. to New York all the time. That sounds so chic, but it's really not. <laughs> you know, I'm from New York, and I used to live in L.A. Anyway, um, I used to always be stuck next to someone that smelt on the plane. So I was like, what am I going to do? Like, this is pre-mask, so I never even thought about wearing a mask. So I was like, what should I do? So I got Vicks, and I would stuff it in my nose, and I wouldn't smell anything. Because some people, I remember this guy, I was flying to Dallas, and this guy smelled like he was hoarding dead people in his teeth. And I was like, oh, it's so disgusting. So after that, I was like, I'm bringing Vicks on planes. So um, it's funny that she uses Vicks in her everyday life. So there, there we have it. And the second question I forgot to ask her was, have you ever worked on someone that you knew? And the answer is yes. Her in, her insurance guy that was with her family for years had a heart attack and died. And the family brought him to their funeral home and she embalmed him. I'm always like, I don't know how she does it. You know how she does it? She drives a Range Rover. She drives her new Range Rover to work and she goes to work. That's how she does it. She gets paid a lot. A lot of money. She lives in the little mini palace that's where we were filming the other day in her little palace um so that's how she does it so spooky season's over i went out a little bit for halloween and i mostly stayed in that weekend and i watched horror movies Ooh, i saw a movie that was so scary it was called good night mommy and it's a german movie and it's subtitles, obviously. And I'm, um, whoa, it was ups and turns because you think you know what's happening. And then boom, this happens and that happens. So that's, I like movies like that because mostly, most of the time I could tell what's going to happen because I'm a scream queen. I love horror movies and it's been done. It's been played out. So this, this is a fantastic movie. I highly recommend it. It's called Good Night, Mommy. Another movie I saw was the original Funny Games in 1990s. It came out in 1997. It is in Dutch and it's subtitles. But they have a remake from 2007 with Naomi Watts, which is it's great. They're both really good, but um it was a little more eerie back then, the 1997 one. Maybe because the subtitles and you you were reading it and it was just it, it hits different. It was, it was spooky. So I definitely recommend that. 
this is so immature, but I'm going to talk about it. My friend and I, we haven't talked in like two months because I thought she was ignoring me and she thought she thought I was ignoring her. So we're both in the wrong. But this is how it started. <laughs> She's going to get annoyed. I had said to her, I go, let's go to this fall, this fall festival. We, we had so much fun last time. Let's get a big group of people and we'll go. She replied to me, already going. And that's it. So I was like, okay. I thought that was passive aggressive. So to be a bitch, I like the text message. And that was it. And then it was the last time we talked in like two months. So I thought she was being rude and she thought I was being rude. I guess we were both in the wrong. I could have been like, maybe we'll hang out another time. She could have been like, we could hang out another time. But anyway, the the point is, talk. Don't assume things. Just get shit off your chest. It's toxic to hold that shit in and just, you know, assume things. So communication is key, people. That's that's what we learned, okay? Back to Halloween. Everyone was that little girl in Squid Games. Um I watched Squid Games. I only watched I've only watched watched two episodes. Then I fast forwarded the rest because I was like I can't. I was I felt like it was very slow. But um that was a very popular costume. Someone was Josie Grossy from Never Been Kissed, and I um, I love that Halloween costume. It was so great. I actually went trick or treating with my nieces during the day, and we went to this. We went to our, our hometown. They have a thing there for kids, and um, boy, I had my sunglasses on. I was avoiding people. I was hiding under kids. I was going this way because there were there were people there that I knew. There were people there from my grade that have kids. And I was like, I am not talking. I just, I want to avoid people, you know? So I um, I was dodging people left and right. I did say hi to a couple of people. But, you know, let's, we could wave from afar. Like, I, I, I'm awkward. I really am an awkward person. And I, I disclose too much information. <laughs> like, I, I was at a wedding and I saw this, my friend's mom, and I haven't seen her in like 10 years, and she goes, how, how are you doing? And I said, I'm on antidepressants. <laughs> and her face was like, what? And I was like, I don't know. I'm awkward. Then I said, have a good night. And I walked away. I, I, can't, I can't do situations anymore. What does that mean? I don't know. There was a funny meme and it says, do you ever leave a situation and be like, that wasn't my best? And I was like, yeah, that's me. Like a lot of the time. What else? Oh my god, I turn 31 next week. What is life? What is life? I remember my 18th birthday. I remember, um, because, you know, you're 18. I bought cigarettes and I bought a porno magazine. And I was like, I could, because I'm 18. Um, Yeah, so 31. What are my plans? I'm actually going to Washington, D.C. I've never been to D.C. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going by myself during the day then my friend adriana's coming hey girl she actually used to live there the best way to see a city is to go with someone that either lives there or lived there then we're gonna see my friend dara who actually lives there and fun fact dara and i we dated i'm pretty sure we dated in fifth grade and we held hands so look at us (laughs) so yeah i'm excited to see washington dc 
one more thing I want to recommend. The Katie Couric book. Oh my God. Her memoir is so fantastic. I finished it in three days and it's a big book. There's a, I think there's a hundred chapters, but they're, they're not that big. I mean, they're probably, cause I use audible. I love audible. I jump on the Peloton and I listen to my audiobooks. So, um, they're probably like 10 minutes or more, 10 to 20 minutes a chapter. And, um, Man, she spills the tea. I could not stop listening to it. So uh, she talks about Matt Lauer for like four chapters. And there's a lot of stuff that she she really, it's like very raw, like very raw and real and just, uh, I love her. I love Katie Couric. One thing that really stood out to me was her interaction with um, Princess Diana. They sat together at some event in Chicago and Princess Diana complimented Katie Couric's lipstick and Katie was like oh thank you and she was very flattered that she noticed and then um Princess Diana um asked Katie Couric for parenting advice she was saying that her son Prince Harry and Prince William were watching too much tv and how, how do you go about that and Katie Couric was kind of taken aback like wow you're asking me for parenting advice and um, she and I forgot what she said. I think she said just like, tell them no. Then Katie said, "Are you excited to go back to London?" And then um, this is so sad. She responded, "I would be, but I'm going to an empty house." She was basically suggesting that, like Charles, Prince Charles isn't even there. Oh, their marriage was like crumbling because he was with Camilla. God, my grandma hated Camilla. It's actually sad because um. He was always in love with Camilla, but, you know, they were forced to get married, which is sad. But, um, yeah, so that interaction really stood out. I thought it was sad. And even Katie was like, she just looked so sad after she said that. Another thing that stood out was she was talking about some head of a network and how he said something about, like, they only want to watch you because your boobs like what and it's just so crazy that like that could fly back then like now that person would be out the door by 4 p.m so it's just wild what people got away with and how sexist people were and when i say people i do mean men (laughs) um i think this is my favorite story she was i think this is right out of college she got her first job as like a researcher or something for a news network. And she had mentioned that she would love to be a reporter and like, that's what she wants to do. And, you know, talk about the news and report. So one day she got her shot and they sent her to DC to report on some Congress event. And she got there and she said she froze and she did so poorly so poorly that the head of the network called and said, do not ever put her on TV again. I mean, it's Katie Couric. It's just so funny that that happened to her and she survived and she's so big. So it's just, you know, nothing's forever. You know, you could bomb on stage, bomb there and do terrible and master your craft. So it just proves that practice is everything i actually reached out to her people for a job i know i'm reaching out to everyone so um 
No one got back to me. But Katie Couric, I love you. I love your book. I actually saw her once. I We used to live near each other uh, in the Upper East Side. Fancy, I know. Uh, I was jogging, and I saw her getting out of an Escalade, going into her building, and I screamed, I love you, Katie Couric. And she smiled and waved, but... um. God, I love her. So definitely get that book. I, I missed her live. She was supposed to do a uh, Q&A at a theater. And um, I missed it. I was so pissed. But she is just everything. I got to bring it back to spooky season really quick. So this is a spoiler alert. So about the Halloween movie. I forgot to talk about this because the story broke last week. And I was too busy preparing for you know, the mortician episode. And I couldn't talk about it. So basically, people are saying that Michael Myers is homophobic. (laughs) I just let that sink in. So because he killed a gay couple in the movie. So I'm going to dissect this. And I don't think he's homophobic. Um, So he killed them because they were living in his childhood home. And that's where he grew up. So I think... He would have killed anyone that was living in that house. So people are like, he's homophobic. Like people just want to like, why are you talking? Shut up. And they're not even gay people that are saying it. It's just a bunch of bored people that have nothing better to do. They love this mob mentality. Like we're going to take this down. Yeah. With pitchforks. Yeah, we're going to take the movie Halloween down because it's homophobic. We're going to fight for gay rights. It has nothing to do with homophobia. It's, it has, he's not homophobic. I was so annoyed when I heard this that I honestly think it's clickbait because now I'm talking about it, you know? So that's my spiel on that. People are just very bored and they like to talk. That's all I'm saying about that. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. He's been seen with Kim Kardashian. All over New York City and in L.A. So, after she hosted SNL a couple of weeks ago. Remember they kissed on the show? I think I talked about that. They've been seen together. They were at a Halloween theme park in L.A., Knott's Berry Farm. They were seen holding hands together. And now she's been in New York a lot. And... He even brought her to Staten Island. And I think it's crazy that she's in Staten Island. But I also think it's crazy that supposedly they were there without security. And um, at one point that week, he went to go vote in his district in Staten Island. And she waited outside for him at the school in Staten Island. I'm like, what is Kim Kardashian doing in Staten Island? It's the Forgotten Borough. But most importantly, go off, sis. I'm happy for you. Like, do it, do what you want. I People are hating on it. I don't care. I truly am happy for, like, do you. Have fun. Have sex. Boom. But it's just funny because he is pulling the hottest women in Hollywood. Like, the most famous people. I'll read you his, um, his list. Kate Beckinsale. She's 21 years older than him. That means she's 20 years older than him. She is flawless, Kate Beckinsale. So they they were they dated at one point Ariana Grande, pop, 
legend, icon, Ariana Grande. They were engaged for a minute. And he also was dating supermodel Kaya Gerber. Now, Kaya Gerber is the daughter of Sidney Crawford. And she looks just like her. So he's getting all these hot women. But people are hating on him. But I've never heard one bad thing about him. I heard he's very nice. If he was an asshole, I would be like, why are we talking about him? Why? You know, and I would hate on it. Let him let him do his thing. But I've heard he's packing. I heard he has a very large penis, like massive. And maybe that's why these girls are with him. And good for you. I'm happy for you. And he's 6'3". So on paper, he's 6'3". He's on SNL. He's funny. And he's a big dick. Like, what more could you want? And he's rich. But he also lives in Sun Island, so that kind of cancels out most of that. But still, you know, Pete, I'm here for you. And maybe I'll date you next. (laughs) So the next thing I want to talk about is Alec Baldwin. I have never... I haven't talked about this yet because last week I was doing the Mortician episode. Um... So it's very sad, and people are like, he should be charged. Absolutely not. He, It was a fake gun, he thought. He thought there was no bullets in it. Why would he shoot someone? A lot of the details are murky, to be honest. There's different theories. There's just so much going around. The investigation's still going on. There's theories that someone put the bullet in there, I mean, that, that didn't like him or something. Two people were shot, but one was fatal. And um, it's a really terrible thing. Um, Hilaria Baldwin, she annoys me, but she, she posted, I thought she was fishing for likes and comments because she basically, that week of the shooting, like days, she just keeps posting the social media. She wrote a whole condolence thing, which that's nice, but unnecessary. I felt like just go dark for a couple of weeks, you know? And then after, she posts a photo of her holding Alec Baldwin's hand. And she wrote, I love you and I'm here for you, heart. You're doing that for your followers. You know, that's your husband. You don't need to put it out in the public. I just thought it was so unnecessary. It's like, it's almost like when you donate to a charity and you post it. Like, I think it's so cringe. You could say you donated, but don't say the amount. Like, I donated $500 to this. It's just, it's tacky. There's a way of, I don't know. Well, this, I, I, like I said, I just think she should have stopped. And she posted, I understand that, you know, she's a bunch of kids and they don't really know what's going on. And um, they, it's Halloween and they want to celebrate. That's fine if you want to do that. But posting them... And Alec Baldwin dressed as a wizard or whatnot. And I just think it's um, tone deaf because that woman, unfortunately, is dead and she can't go trick-or-treating with her kid. Um, Like I said, it's an accident and all, but I just think social media just, it's unnecessary. And she's posting like it's business as usual, which I understand life, you got to move on. But, oh, I would have given it like three weeks or four weeks to start posting again. It's just unnecessary if you ask me. But I do think they did the right thing. They they uh, got out of New York, which is good. 
They're trying to avoid paparazzi, but of course they followed them. And at one point, Alec just said, he pulled over the car and said, we're going to give a impromptu conference, not conference, a press conference, I suppose. And he basically gave them as many details as he could. And, you know, he's giving them the footage and then he said, please, we need privacy. And I, I hopefully they they do give them privacy because he can't really comment on the an active case. And it's just leave them alone. It's 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 a terrible industry. The news, it's just so depressing. Like they people rarely post the good stuff, you know, on those sites. But it's sad. I, I I I feel very bad for the family, and who knows if Alec will ever act again. I mean, you know, he's crushed by it. So that that's what I have to say about that. Love is in the air, and I want to throw up. Um, it's not that I don't want to be in love. It's just I don't trust any of you fucks. Um, so there's two engagements I want to talk about. The first one I want to talk about is Kristen Stewart and Dylan Mayer. Meyer? I'm not really sure how to pronounce that. Um, same sex. Same sex couple, y'all. Gay is in. Gay is the way. Um, so Kristen Stewart was saying she wants Guy Fieri to um, officiate her wedding, which I think is iconic. He is such a legend. And um, he doesn't get enough credit because a lot of people hate on him because he looks like a douche. He really does. He's very generous. He raised over $20 million for restaurant workers during the pandemic. And he didn't have to do that, but he did. And I think he is great. And I love watching diners, drive-ins, and dimes. It's He really has, he has, he has the, the best job when you think about it. That's why people hate on him. He gets to travel the country and go to actually travel the world and go to all these awesome restaurants. I would love for him to officiate my wedding. That is the funniest choice. Do you remember when Jenner, she officiated Colton Hayes and Jeff Latham's wedding? Remember, he is a, he's like a really high-end florist or something. Um, they, uh, they, they got divorced like, less than six months after but for my wedding I would want I would definitely want a comedian to officiate my wedding it would have to be most definitely I would say Amy Schumer Molly Shannon oh no 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 I got it do you know who I want to officiate my wedding Jennifer Coolidge that would be the tits that would be the best uh, that's the best thing i could think of jennifer coolidge officiating my wedding or jennifer coolidge in character as tanya mccoyd mccoyd i don't know how to say that last name from white lotus that would be uh, i can't even think that would be so great or tanya i'm sorry or um jennifer coolidge as fiona from Cinderella story. <laughs> Either way, I want Jennifer Coolidge at my wedding. So I'm going to try to make that happen. I love her. Side note, I'm kind of I'm kind of a little sad that Kristen Stewart and Rob Pattinson never 
got married. I always was secretly rooting for them. Although, um, they, I think they had a huge scandal. I think she cheated on him very publicly with a director or something. But um, I know, I know. I just, I really was rooting for them. We were all rooting for them. It's just nice when, when people fall in love on set. You know, like when their characters are in love and then the romance plays out on screen and then in real life like who there's so many couples like that i i love it although brad pitt and angelina jolie fell in love at on the movie set of mr and mrs smith i'm sure they've met prior but um i know that's where it definitely started because they were uh husband and wife in the movie so i think you know those hot scenes of them were you know they weren't really acting but anyway team jennifer anderson i want to start this off by saying i'm happy for them you know who i'm gonna say courtney kardashian and travis barker i know i said i wouldn't talk about it but they recently got engaged and i'm i'm happy do you sis go off um I forgot that she was never married to Scott Disick. I always thought they were married, but I don't even think they were engaged. So this is her first engagement, which I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. You're a Kardashian and you've never been married yet? Yeah, I'm so happy for her. I, I just, Scott Disick is such an asshole. R- realistically, if she married a gerbil, it would still be better than <laughs> Scott Disick. It's still a huge upgrade, honestly. And um, I think Travis Barker is... I love him. He seems like a great dad, and he seems fun, and they're happy, they're in love. I approve of it. I completely approve of it. And, um, you know, Scott dates, like, these tweens, practically. They're, they're like, 18 years old, 18, 19, and the guy's, like, pushing 40. If not, he might be in his 40s, and I just, I just think he's a real skis ball, grease ball. And the other day he was um in the news because allegedly you got to say allegedly I don't I can't begin sued guys you can't be taking my laptop because that's the only thing I I have right now um he was speeding with his son in a speedboat he was going about 120 miles per hour that's really scary and if I was the mom I would flip out I would just honestly that's you put my kid in jeopardy like that's really scary you know god forbid there was a wave or something he flips over and that kid's sinking what else oh my god so this just in sophia volgara will play drug queen queen pen griselda blanco in a netflix series i think i talked about griselda blanco in one of my episodes she is about four feet um five feet wide and she killed three of her husbands and I believe she invented drive-by shootings and she taught Pablo Escobar everything he he knew everything everything he needed to know about being a drug lord so it's just comical to me because Sofia Vergara is probably one of the hottest people I've ever seen in my life and Grisada Blanco in real life. Oh, she's dead now, but she was a monster. She was so ugly. So it's like, 
I'm curious if they will put like special effects on her, like Charlize Theron and Monster. That is crazy. I think she gained 40 pounds for that role and there was, she had prosthetics on. I'm curious if they will do the same with Sophia because it's going to be really hard to make her ugly. <laughs> like for me, you just flip my hair to the other side and that's it. Like I swear to God, it takes no effort at all to make me look like a monster. Um, so I'm curious what they'll do. And um, why that? Why did they pick her? I think it's the weirdest thing. I forgot what celebrity it was. I think it might have been Charlize Theron. Talks about how fun it was to gain weight for a role, and how easy it was. I think she ate something like twelve Krispy Kreme donut donuts a day. I would have so much fun and no problem doing that. But also, if I would put it in my contract, like. Every pound I gain, I get $100,000. It's like something ridiculous like that. I remember when Halle Berry showed her boobs in um, Swordfish, that movie, she got $250,000 per boob. And like back then, that was about like $700,000. Like there was like way more money back then. So I would put it in my contract that, no girl, if you're going to, if you're going to make me gain weight, you have to pay me. And I want a personal trainer until I get to the weight I want to. I'm having a nutritionist and just a chef. I would milk that for what it for what it is. And you would bounce back and look better than you did before. And you know what? You would have a lot more money in your account. Um, anyway, guys, thank you for listening to me ramble this week. I hope I have another guest soon. I want to think of something. Do you know who I want to reach out to? There's a porn star I would love to reach out to and ask him if he wants to be on my show and um, interview him. I think it would be a really interesting chat. So um, I need to reach out. I, th- I love interviewing people. I think it's really fun and I'm, I'm genuinely curious about it. So anyway, little D's, thank you for listening.